Welcome to It's a Crime, I'm Linda and today we're going to be talking about Gannon Stoke. It was his one year anniversary on January 27th and both of his parents, his mom Landon Hyatt and his dad Al Stoke were recently interviewed. Plus there's more updates. But before... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I get into it, if you'd like to be part of the Instagram community, please click that subscribe button below, hit that notification bell to all. Please share this video out where you can and give it a like. Now, let's get into it. So it's been one year since 11-year-old Gannon Stoke went missing from his neighborhood in Lorston Ranch in Colorado Springs, Colorado. And almost two months later in March, he was found deceased in Florida. It's something no parent should ever, ever have to experience. But his stepmother at the time, Letitia Stoke, reported him as a runaway, lied about what really happened, and took great lengths to hide Gannon and is now in jail for his death and waiting on trial. And around that one-year anniversary date, Gannon's mom Landon and his dad Al were interviewed. They both talked about when it first happened. Here's what Landon had to say. I remember walking outside and just praying, and just praying so hard that he'd, he'd be there. And I had hope and I had faith that he would. And, and then reality just sank in when I got there and, I, and I'll never forget it. And here's what Al had to say. I had just uh, got back from a six-mile run around uh, the track there at uh, uh, Fort Sill, Oklahoma. And uh, then I got notified, um, as we know the story, I got notified by Tisha and that he was missing. And then, you know, just from there, it was a whirlwind. Now, they also talked about how something like this could have happened. Why? And Landon said it was like a puzzle. You just look at the puzzle pieces and they haven't moved. And it just... Like, it doesn't make sense still to this day. Like, I'm just like, no, it didn't happen. It's like I'm riding down a road that never ends. And then, like, internally, I'm just screaming on the inside, just not understanding why any of this could happen. Al talks about being tormented. Little children don't deserve to be treated in the way he was treated. I may never get those answers. Nobody may ever get the answers of why. I know enough about the what. Um, to be tormented by it, um, but the why, he didn't ever do anything to anybody. As for moving on, they both spoke about that as well. Landon talked about what Gannon would want in moving forward. She says he would want happiness, he would want lives changed, he would want people to smile, to have that contagious smile, to light up the room, to just, if something bad is happening, if you're having a bad day, just to remember the good things. And Al says, I don't say this lightly, but it's a special day for me and always will be. Just taking the time to pause and love on your family members and friends and be thankful. Landon also talked about Gannon's legacy and also she wants to bring awareness around child abuse. Now, Michael Allen, who is the district attorney, also spoke out. We saw the searches out in the fields. We saw um, people wanting to give information as much as they possibly could. 
And just like the people out in the community, I'm a person too, I'm a father, and so it grabbed my attention as well. He has an impressive track record and I have full faith that he will bring justice for Gannon. Now also in an article I was reading that they talked about Michael Allen and it says part of Allen's time as a deputy district attorney was spent building and refining the Veteran Trauma Court, one of the fourth judicial district diversion programs. The first program for veterans of its kind in the country, it works to take veterans affected with mental health and other service-related issues to rehabilitate them with support services rather than just incarcerate them. He says, I don't think a lot of people think about prosecutors as working to change people's lives around. They think about prosecutors, about putting someone in jail or prison, and it's a much bigger job than that. The article also goes on to say, the Veteran Trauma Court is one of several diversion programs, some for juveniles, others for drug addiction and related charges. Sometimes when people steal or commit other crimes, Allen sees more of an underlying problem that could relate to mental health or drug addiction. Working to rehabilitate someone through those programs works to save the person and the system time later. Michael Allen says, if someone deserves a second chance, let's give them a second chance at being a productive member of our community. If you take someone's addiction or give them the tools to deal with their addiction, you're preventing future crime. But there are other people who are willing to commit violent offenses. They are self-selecting themselves out of our community and they need to go to prison. Now this quote was not in relation to Letitia Stoke, but I do find it interesting and thought you guys would as well to see Michael Allen's point of view. And just as a side note, it has been said before that it's possible that the death penalty is still on the table for Letitia Stoke. Now some of the beautiful things that we've seen come out of something so horrific and so horrible are the communities that have come together and really the world come together in support for Gannon and his family. And on the anniversary of Gannon, Lorson Ranch in Colorado Springs lit up their neighborhood in blue. They did that a year ago and then again recently and they encouraged the world to do it as well. One of the neighbors said, Today, we're returning the neighborhood blue for Gannon. Initially, it was a way for him to light his way home, and today it's a way to honor his memory. There was a vigil held as well at Crossway Church in South Carolina where Gannon would attend. One of his babysitters also spoke out. Her name's Kimber Souls, and she says, when he would come to church, I would hear a small little voice go, KK. He'd come over and give me a hug, and I'd be like, you're always going to be KK's boy, right? And he was like, yeah, KK. I'll always be your boy. She says, I miss those small still moments, but I know I'll get them again one day. She also talked about Gannon's love for Sonic, as we've seen, and she says he couldn't wait for the Sonic movie to come out, but Gannon never made it to see his favorite character in that new movie. At the Restoration Church where Gannon would attend, Al also made a statement, and here's what he says. One year ago, Gannon disappeared, but if it wasn't for God's grace, the prayers of many and my son's legacy, I would surely have quit. Moving on will never even be considered, but equally as an absolute, moving forward is the only option. Without my son, life will never be the same and nothing can ever replace him. To all who will read this, hug your children and love them each day and every day like tomorrow is a precious gift that is not ever guaranteed. I thank God that he laid on my heart prior to one year ago to have the conversation about eternity with my children, for only through my son confessing his faith in God do I know he rests peacefully at his feet in heaven. Hashtag for Gannon. 
Now, Letitia's preliminary hearing is on March 11th and 12th. I will be following that very closely. There, the judge will decide if there is enough evidence in moving forward. And she was recently deemed competent as well after having two competency assessments done. And Letitia is charged with first-degree murder of a child under 12 by a person in a position of trust, child abuse resulting in death, tampering with a deceased human body, and tampering with physical evidence. Like I said, I'll be closely following this and I will keep you updated. I was hoping to be there for the preliminary hearing. However, with travel restrictions and what's going on in the world, I'm not able to make it from Canada. Be sure to check out my playlist below. I'll have it in the description box and I'll also have it in the pinned comment right below this video. Now there is a GoFundMe posted for Landon by one of her friends, Bobby Owens from Colorado Springs. And the GoFundMe is called Help Gannon Stokes' Mom Get Justice. Now in it, Bobby says, Landon is facing significant ongoing costs. This year she will be faced with expenses for airfare, hotels, rental cars, food, expenses for the girls, etc., while still paying her regular expenses at home. There will be numerous times she will be traveling back and forth from South Carolina to Colorado. She says, I would like to see her not to have to worry about this tremendous financial burden. I often feel helpless as I feel like there is nothing I can do to take away her pain. I realize this is something that I can do to help. I know that if all of us come together and help with a little, it will turn into a lot and make a world of difference to this family. And it's already stressful and emotional for the family to be going through this and the court and the procedures, not to mention the heartbreak and that they're already experiencing with the loss of Gannon. So this is obviously an added stress. So as of today's recording, there's $3,071 that has been raised so far out of the $10,000 goal. I'd love if anyone is able to donate, even if it's just a little bit to please donate if you can. I know times are tough as well for many of you. As we know, every little bit adds up. And as I mentioned, I do have videos you can check out on this case below and in the pinned comments. Justice is coming for our little buddy. I do believe that. And I also have faith in Michael Allen, as I mentioned. I also have faith that they have all the information necessary that will be more than enough to make sure that this won't happen by this person ever again. And justice will be served. Please comment below and send blue hearts for Gannon and his family. Please subscribe if you haven't done so already. Please like and please share. Thank you so much for watching. See you soon.